Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This is Eating Disorder Awareness Week, and we talk frequently on the opinion line about the subject of eating disorders. And Senator Annie Hoey has issued a strong statement calling for a debate and calling for a discussion and calling for action against what you describe, Annie, as harmful diet content on social media. We all know what it is. Can you really stop it, though? Morning. Morning. Thanks so much for having me on. What kind of content are you talking about? There's lots of it there. Yeah, I mean, the first thing to say is that social media companies already have systems in place for flagging the, this content. You know, there's you know, hashtags and stuff that people use, and they already have ways of filtering this out. So this, we're just asking them to take another step, which is the you know, way when anyone posts the word vaccine or injection or COVID, that little piece of information comes up at the bottom and says, for more information on COVID-19, visit, and you know, whatever country it is, it takes them to a trusted source. We'd like to see that in relation to diet culture, eating disorders, that little, that kind of intervention piece. So it's not just that they hide certain content or that, you know, other content from influencers or whatever kind of goes on free for all, but that there's a, an intervention point that if someone sees th- this, this particular piece of information or this conversation, they can just get some more information. Um, and I think that would be really helpful. Like literally when I posted a video about this yesterday and I mentioned COVID vaccines, a little piece of information came up at the bottom of the video saying, for more information on COVID, please click on X. Yeah. And we would love to see that in relation to eating disorders and diet culture and stuff like that. I just think it would be such a helpful intervention, particularly when you're thinking about, you know, how much time people spend online, how much we absorb from social media consciously, subconsciously. I think it would be a really positive step. If you just take, say, Instagram and TikTok, both of them are full of content, everything from personal trainers to Mm -hmm. advertising diet apps to so-called lifestyle Gurus. Now, for example, there's one particular, I won't name the chap, but he's one particular personal trainer that I follow on Instagram. I follow him because he's very funny. Okay. Uh, but because I follow this guy, I get a hundred ads from other stuff. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. a problem too. If I was a person who took this stuff seriously that I get in advertising, I, I'd be gone mad. Yeah, yeah. You really kind of have to have your wits about you, don't you, on these things. Like you click on one thing and then suddenly, you know, you're, you're bombarded with things. I think I looked at something at Tells once and now I can't get Tells off my timeline. I don't need any more Tells. Um, but that's very pervasive and invasive if it's something, you know, as you're talking about, gym, diet culture, buy this tea so that you'll be skinny, these kind of things. You know, those, that subliminal stuff can be 
can be very damaging. So, so, so actually going into advertising stuff is, is an even further conversation that I'd like for us to have and, and the management of that around social media companies and what ads people see in relation to, you know, as I said, this diet culture, influencers and stuff like that. But as I said, even just the baseline of putting a, a intervention piece, if you will, at the bottom of those videos, I think could be really, really helpful. I think is it something like 66% of consumers who follow influencers purchase a product as a result of an influencer mentioning it. So, I mean, you have to think about then the impact that would have in relation to diets, restricting foods, taking up certain exercises. So I think social media giants just need to do a little bit more yeah. in tackling this. The, the Leinster House bell is going to annoy us it for, absolutely the, for the couple is. of minutes that it's there. <laughs> any. But I think the advertising, you said you, it's a conversation worth having. I think the way social media advertising works, is there anything we can do about that? In that if I look at a video for the sheer fact that I'm interested in it or I find the presenter funny or I'm doing it to research something for my show I'm bombarded with advertising it's almost as if my social media is listening to me yeah, yeah. I mean, if I knew how the algorithm worked, I feel like I'd be a much more wealthy woman. Um, and I would, you know, if you, if you knew how to, to game this system. And like that's what social media companies are designed. They are a for-profit. Ultimately, we have to remember that they're not a neutral public space that anyone can, you know, they are for profit and their their monetization is running these ads to us. Um, I think there, that is a really big conversation that needs to happen. We obviously have the online safety media and regulation bill, which I think will have an impact on certain ads, you know, around what children can see, age limits and stuff like that. But I mean, we still are, and I, this is an overused phrase, you know, the wild west of social media, we don't know what's happening. But I think there still is an awful lot more that we need to understand as legislators and as consumers in social media as to how they are using us in order to monetize a product and very often those products end up being you know the diet pieces or you look at something and suddenly you get towels until the end of days and yeah. um, you know there, I think there is a, a, another piece of work that needs to be done around that yeah. literacy on it and understanding that when we go in to use a product it's not a free product you know we're posting things on but there is a transaction and I'm not sure how fully aware we all still are of how that transaction works because as you said things just kind of appear in your timeline it's almost very hard to tell I think now on certain social media what is being recommended yeah. uh, because it's an ad you know you know they say there's all the sponsored by or whatever that yeah, i have to put on if i yeah if doesn't i run an ad it's very clear that i run it but i still find things are appearing in my timeline in relation to other things um not political but you know mm. on, on the week that's in it annie we have still a chronic shortage in fact a disgraceful shortage yeah. of treatment beds for people with eating disorders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so shameful so how many so in so the shameful. country now government will debate this but as far as we understand there's officially three beds in st vincent's and then anyone else there those are the specialist public inpatient beds for eating disorders they're in st vincent's university hospital but they're only therefore available to that specific hse catchment area so that means people in the rest of the country have to be admitted for general or psychiatric beds or they have to go to the uk and the, you know we have a you know effectively a deal with the uk where people can be sent over there or else they have to go privately you know and it is it is eye-wateringly expensive to get a bed mm-hmm. in a private healthcare clinic and and i have parents who are talking to me whose hearts oh my goodness my 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 heart is broken and their hearts are broken and it's you know very often for their child Mm -hmm. and they cannot get 
the help that they need for their child. Um, and they're like, we're going to, you know, we're taking out loans, we're doing this, and we're trying to get them into a private place because we are afraid for them. And, and, and you know, they, they recognize that they need care. It's not just, you know, temporarily going into a bed, being, you know, assessed and then sent back out again. They recognize that, that their, their child needs a longer-term care. They need time to heal. You know, and that's something when we think of our hectic, busy healthcare system, you know, a space for someone to heal is not embedded, I think, within when we only have three specialist public inpatient beds. So we we really think that it's it's just, if I I could, I couldn't, I can't portray enough on this conversation, the heartbreak of those parents that I've spoken to. I've spoken to some of them. I spoke last last year, you may have come across her as well, uh, to a very, very impressive young woman, Dr. Lisa Murphy, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. her fight to get into a, a private bed. She had to go fund me for it. Now, I met her again at Christmas time, and she is in great health and great shape. We were chatting about it. But she said if it wasn't for that, being able to raise the money, she doesn't even think we'd have met again. That, and like people go fund, you know, doing GoFundMe's or, you know, running races in order to fund healthcare that we should have, that people should be able to access. You know, I just don't understand when we have government going out being like GDP this, economy that, rainy day fund the other, all great and valuable. But what does that mean if people can't get the care that they need? If we have people who, who have illnesses, who are doing a GoFundMe and are saying, I simply will not be alive if I cannot get a bed in this private facility. That's a poor indictment of where we're at. All right, thank you. Leave it there. Senator Annie Hoey of the Labour Party. Corks 96 FM. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.